Gehenna Academy was originally streamed live at twitch.tv slash Gehenna Gaming. Thank you to our sponsor, Die Hard Dice, whose support has made this audio version possible. Without further ado, here is Gehenna Academy. Hello, everyone, and welcome, 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 welcome to a very special episode of Gehenna Academy, episode four, Blood of My Blood. I just want to thank everyone that has been tuning in so far uh, to these episodes and has been supporting us. Y'all are amazing, and I love y'all. Um, just to give a little bit of warning before we start, uh, this episode in particular as well as uh total overview for Gehenna academy is going to include uh themes of gaslighting uh talks about abuse you know just psychological warfare depending on what our characters are using um in terms of drama violence blood gore all that jazz uh, especially a lot of talk of blood tonight we thank you for sitting in the ride and if you feel uncomfortable at any time um, you're more than i you know turn it off you know, go relax, watch another stream. I don't fault you at all for it. You're still amazing in my book. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and remind y'all as well that we have an official Gehenna Academy uh, Spotify playlist, which is amazing. I'll go ahead and uh, drop the link to that right now. And with that, you can go ahead and kind of listen, you know, see all the music from the show that's get there. There's an, a bunch of amazing uh, BIPOC artists that contribute to this playlist and they're fucking great and you should support them in every way you can um, and if you know any BIPOC artists that want to add their music feature on the stream uh, tell them to send me a line drop me a line or just one of our cast members and we'll be good to go and we'll add them on to it but I've been deferring too long let my cast introduce themselves I guess I'll start. Hello, guys. I My name is Rina, and I am playing Ivy as the neighbor. Uh, last episode, she, I did two mixed messages <laughs> on two of the other player characters, and I can't wait to see the fallout from that, honestly, since one of them is Arden, who is playing as the worm, who just got triggered, her, like, his, her... Um, darkest self got triggered, and I, now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna go clubbing. 
I can't wait for that. <laughs> Next up. Hey, uh, it's me. <laughs> Newton Lee. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. You can find me online at Werewolf Feels. I play Neil, the ghost, who uh, is having a really great time, honestly, <laughs> compared to everyone else. He uh, he asked Samir out, and Samir said yes, and now they're going to have ice cream together, and it's really nice. Everything's really nice. Isn't that nice? Oh. Let's hope to see how long it lasts. <laughs> Everyone's so negative about this. No, it's gonna no. last for a long time. It's beautiful. I'm not negative about it. I'm excited for you. <laughs> oh, Chantal, I think you're muted. Oh, what? Muted. I'm sorry. You're... What? Restart that again. You're good. I for some reason you're <laughs> muted on my end. I... I'm here. I'm here. I'm not a ghost. You're... No, you're here. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Chantel B. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chantel B. Tonight I am playing Melody, the currently having fun Faye, um, who decided to join her bed pal, Mercutio, for uh, a light snack. And he's going to go have some ice cream with everyone except isaac isaac's not invited everyone else is though so it's great oh hi y'all i'm Alyssa. my pronouns are they them you can find me on twitter at a disaster queer and i am playing arden the worm who uses any pronouns and they are currently their darkest self which is going to be fun on this giant group date because uh his darkest self is all about letting their treasure know that they belong to Arden. So nothing's gonna go wrong there. And it looks like Chris has decided that he's going to join us at a dramatic moment to make his introduction. Um so I'll just go ahead and I make know I said first difficult queen. <laughs> Difficult yes. queen. It has, to, it has to be dramatic. So much <laughs> drama. But for uh, everyone, my name is Nick Francia. You can find me at Nobleman Nick down at my handle below. Uh, I'm the storyteller here at Gehenna Gaming. Um, one of our stream producers, as well as the storyteller of Gehenna Academy, as well as a few other things, such as the Interstitial War, etc., etc., etc. I'll plug my stuff at the end, um, but I'm just really excited. I'm super excited to play today because the plot thickens, the story deepens, and the body counts continue to rise on this episode of Gehenna Academy. Chapter 4. Blood of my blood. Let's get started, shall we? And I think the perfect person to get us started with is sort of kind of where we left off before. The lone member. Well, maybe not so alone. They're with an NPC. Arden. How are you feeling in this moment? And what are you doing? I am upset, I think. Because, you know, I did all this stuff for my dear, dear Ivy. And apparently, she doesn't really appreciate it. Um... So she's gone off on her own, and I think I need to find her. 
we should talk before this big group outing, I think. Hmm. You did just find her a little while, like, not even, well, it's maybe been like 20 minutes to a half hour ago, and you're already thinking, you know, I still got to talk to her. You, you still have Ty, Tyler, aka Ty Money with you, who's got his arms crossed and is just like, so what's this favor you need of me? I mean, this is what we, this is what you need, right? And his yeah. polo shirt and uh, Bermuda pants. There's no Bermuda shorts because it's the winter. You know what? He, he wears Bermuda shorts even into winter because he's a, you know, he's a minotaur. He can do whatever he wants. Got his slides on in the snow. Great. Mm -hmm. I love him. Um, so let's see. Um, I'm going to go find Ivy. We need to have a talk. If you could just sort of keep a lookout and make sure no one interrupts. I see. I mean, you gotta let me know where. Uh, you gotta let me know when you find her, of course. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll be a bodyguard. Easiest job I have all day. Of course, you're so strong. It'll be great. Oh, you don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty strong. Kind of like starts flexing. Is there a reason everyone's so interested in this Ivy chick? Are you not? She's perfect. She's Wait, like, what do you mean everyone? Who else is interested? I mean, you, uh, Isaac. You know, Isaac actually uh, hooked up with her like about last week or so at one of the parties they were throwing. You didn't hear about it? Oh, it was a rager for sure. I didn't, I'm, I'm surprised you have that. You didn't have that information. I mean, she's been avoiding him, though. I assumed that... I guess bad lays are bad lays. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. And there's a ton of other people, too. Oh? I mean. But I feel like that's a price. It's information, right? That's what you deal in? Oh, time money. You know, I don't know that I love this new side of you. What can I say? I learned from the best. Fair enough. Is there some sort of cost you're interested in for this information? If you do me a favor, I'll do you a favor. But, you know, favor for favor, just like we were just doing before. So, Lucas is all hyping himself up for the skirmish game, because apparently he's got some sort of, like, I don't know, some sort of, I don't want to call it a weapon. He's got an ace in the hole, is what he calls it. And he doesn't stop, start. He doesn't. Keep, he keeps bragging about gonna. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. And I'd never lose to Lucas, that fucking fish fuck. It doesn't matter how you know greasy and slimy his skin can. I'll still beat his ass every day of the week. But I don't know the way he's been talking. It kind of makes me feel like there's something else going on. I want you to find... If you could find that out for me. What the fuck Lucas has got up his sleeve. Then we'll... Uh, we, can call, we can call it even. It's a deal. So you want to know else who else is interested in uh, Ivy, right? I do. 
Alright, so as far as I know, the people that were are interested, uh, I know Victoria and Nikki were talking about her a little while ago. I ever heard them. I mean, Victoria talks like, you know, like everyone's going to be prey or something. But I guess that's how she was feeling. But she was saying that she seemed really interesting and she wanted to see what made her tick and you know how she is in that, like, flirtatiousness of hers. And then, of course, my brother, he's a little, like, you know, Reese. He's a little fancy to her, but he, he's he got his own shit taken care of. You know, especially after all that shit that happened before we got here. The what happened before you got here? Um, I, I don't think that's... That's not my place to stay. Oh, of course, Tyler. I wouldn't push you. I wouldn't want to push you on that. Is there anyone else? What about Neil? I know that they're close. They seem close. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but... Man, I don't even know what Neil's deal is, to be perfectly honest. I know everyone else. I, try, I, I pride myself on knowing what everyone else's kind of thing is, but Neil, I got no goddamn clue what he is. I mean, he was talking to Samir the other day. Maybe, you know, maybe bats for the other team. I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I mean, Samir is technically in the, the middle, though. But he, he, whatever, I don't care. He doesn't, I don't think so. I think him and Ivy are just, are just friends, right? Just like her and Kaya. Ka, like, I don't think Kaya likes Ivy. I think Kaya just needs, a, is, needs someone to listen to run her fucking mouth to all the time. Especially after her last breakup and all that. Of course, of course. Thank you so much, Ty Money. Um, I will let you know what You're I find out. Welcome. From Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the Neil with that Neil or no deal? I don't know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so who do I have to worry about? Who do you want? You want me to protect, like? What uh? What heavy? What you you want me to be your heavy? But so you need taken out. Um, I mean anyone. Who comes by, really? But mostly, I'm worried about Isaac and oh, I'll Victoria. Punch that motherfucker in the mouth! I swear, I've been waiting for it. Fuck Haven't we game. all? Especially that little fucking bitch he always has with him. Which one is that? Well, they're all bitches to me, but the one. <laughs> Christina, she's always fucking running her mouth. It's no bueno for me. High money does not like people who run their mouth. <laughs> and Elliot, he talks a, a tough game and all, but he's also just a little, couldn't fucking face me even on, a, on one of my bad days. And Brooke, well, I mean, I don't really go up against Brooke. She just has a knack of finding stuff out about you that you don't want people to know. Kind of like you. Well, that's why we're on the same side, yeah. Tyler. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't use don't use my Christian name here. My name is Ty Money. <laughs> of course, Ty Money. Yeah. 
and I and I like to keep it like this. I like to keep it. You know, we need the mood flowing, the attitude good, and we need to be happy because this shit existence. That's all we got before the ta the the house of cards comes falling down. I don't know. That's what Reese. That's what Samir and is always talking about too. The house of cards. It's coming down one day. The the tapestry's gonna mm. unravel and shit like that. So we might as well make the most of it while we can. All right. Go talk. Go find Ivy. I'm going to go ahead and uh, Taimani's going to get himself a uh, some hot cocoa. You know, Taimani needs some hot cocoa for this. Especially when we're punching people in the face. Especially when he's punching Isaac in the face. <laughs> you know, just for punching Isaac in the face, how about you take your hot cocoa on me, and I will give him some cash. Fuck yeah. And then, uh, you see time when he just, you know, with his with his amazing lats, like, he can't put his arms completely to the side, just kind of stroll out. And yeah, Arden, that's what you're left with. <laughs> Um, Time money is uh, yeah. pretty well informed for, for being who he is. I mean, hey, why not just talk in front of the himbo? Um, I will... Where was the last place I saw Ivy? Was it in the store? Yeah, she was coming out of the store and then Kaya grabbed her. You do know they were talking about going to get ice cream and then going to a bar after. Yeah, I'll try and walk by the ice cream place and see what I can see. Okay. So yeah, uh, I think we'll cut. That'll we'll cut to everyone else. Um, really quick, Isaac, what what are you doing before we get to the ice cream scene? Are you doing anything special or? Uh, I am going to um pull up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a bar, uh, specifically the one that I met. Christina at, and I'm going to text while I'm going on the way there for Brooke and Christina to meet me there, not Elliot. Not Elliot. Me thinks there's uh, distrust in the ranks there, Queen. Okay. Uh, you get a response back from Brooke and Christina. You know, Christina goes, I, Brooke says, be there soon. Um, and the bar, you've already had a fake ID. You know what it is. What's the... Something we didn't really establish. What's the name of the bar? I'll let you name it, Isaac. Uh... The name of the bar in Gehenna, uh, Gehenna Valley. It's called... The Sleeping... Dwarf. The Sleeping Dwarf? Yeah. What the... It's a, it's like a, like a fantasy recreational yeah, town. It's, it's, it's a novelty. It's a LARP bar. You know, Gehenna Valley is filled with a lot of fun, <laughs> creative shops. The fact that the only bar there is a LARP bar is okay. It's, and, and the bartender is definitely some like, you know, kind of Nordic looking gentleman that wears, you know, he's all about having a perfect mustache and beard wearing suspenders and... Um, just generally having a good time, and he knows a lot about axe throwing, uh, and, a, and a, a, an immense amount about axe throwing. Of course he does. And as you come in, you kind of he he kind of looks and he's like, you know, they're always cleaning the glass. 
even if all the glasses are clean, they're always cleaning. Um, and you can see there's only a few other people here. Uh, a majority of them are at the back, like they're setting up for some sort of event in like the next room over. Um, but you don't really recognize anyone. They're just kind of just like adults and stuff like that. Uh, but you do recognize a character here, though, sitting at the bar. Um, seemingly looking like they're having a really bad time or trying to get over it. Have you ever drank uh, out of, out of you know, having it to be like a coping mechanism, Isaac? Have you ever depression drank? No, I don't. I don't drink. No? You know, no. a lot of people turn to certain habits, certain actions in order to get over the the hurdles of life. Some people do drugs. Some people drink. Some people meditate and practice yoga. And addiction is addiction all the same. It's always how it is. It's always how it goes. Once you're hooked into it, it's the only thing that can comfort you. You see a person you haven't seen in a, lot, in a couple of days, like in a day or two. Uh, definitely not after what happened with Yoni. As you see Jay. Uh, they're sitting at the bar. Kind of like face drooping a bit. Um, muttering something to themselves. And just uh, currently through uh, what looks to be their... Uh, double shot of Jack and Coke. You could definitely, if, if that didn't give away that this was a, someone from the academy, a teenager, then who knew what will. It's all teenagers, that's always what they order. Something in Coke, you've come to find out. They don't reckon, they don't notice you, they don't give you, pay you any attention or mind when they come in though. And you find yourself uh, fairly out of sight, out of mind. If you want to be. I will for now. You take a seat and towards the back. Yeah, enough for, for the three of us to sit down. It'll be quite a while, a little bit before Christina and Brooke both get there. So during that time, uh, you do have the option to uh, take a look at your book if you'd like yes please so it's still the same information that's been there before uh but something that was told to you earlier especially from brooke specifically i don't know if you remembered uh it kind of stands out in your mind that this book holds the information just not currently in the location you're in What does that mean? Well, Brooke being someone that's uh, excellent in your other planar studies, uh, specifically the class, yeah, other realm study, I should say, uh, you know that certain items could have different properties, even on different when they're on different realms, like a. Something, you know, like a, a, an item here can be different on the ghost realm, or it can be different in the fey realm, or it can be different in one of the other infinite amounts of realms. 
so can this book, seemingly with a different type of content. Depending on what realm you're reading on. Um. Our um, director just disappeared. Oh, what? Uh, wait, give me wait, one wait. second. What I killed work? God. Welcome back to Gehenna Academy. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what it is? I actually want to I hit him so it's like other realm. <laughs> you he wanted the other realm. It's funny. They can hear me. The stream can other hear me. Realm? But I don't think all of you all can hear. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, we can see you. Okay, you can see me. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I accidentally refreshed it. And I didn't think, I didn't even think it was going to. Put me back. Okay, we're good. We're good. Don't worry. Nothing. Nothing. Different realm. <laughs> yeah. We went to another realm. Yeah, you did. You went to a great realm. You had different properties and different realms. <laughs> um, but basically, the book could read different bits of information. Is the is the gist of it? So while the book is seemingly safe and doesn't really have anything here, maybe in another place it could. How does that make you feel? Or what do you think about that? It is interesting. And I feel that there's really only one place right now I can think of that's easier to get to. And what place would that be? The most dangerous place right now, the Fey Realm. Oh, that would be very interesting of a place to go to. How would you get to a place like that, though? Maybe Lucas has the answer to that. I mean, it's not like you don't know of any Fae around here. That too. And something has been bugging at your mind, though, Isaac, hasn't it? The arrival of those creatures. The things that made you experience what you saw. Seemingly coming from the girl's bathroom. There are many doorways, many entrances to these other realms. One should always take a travel guide. And I think there, we'll, like, cut from there. And we'll go to the ice cream place where Ivy, uh, Kaya, Neil, Samir, Melody, and uh, Mercutio have all decided to meet up and get ice cream. Just uh, enjoying themselves. So, the as you all meet up at the... Very nice, very lavish, very creative, uh, and very just fun with its, like, popping colors. Um, and also a place where Rena sometimes works whenever she can. Uh, not Rena, Ivy. Damn it, I apologize. Where Ivy, no, Rena works at Ivy doesn't. Um, oh, I've heard they have a co-worker named Rena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ivy works at um, the, da the Dairy Royale. 
one of the most yeah one of the most famous places in all of Gehenna Valley. You know, it's it once a couple of years ago it was just kind of this like little ice cream parlor and it's kind of exploded out from them to this like multi almost like franchise level chain. Although this is the original, the Dare Royale mm -hmm. here in the Gehenna Valley is is the original Royale. Uh, with some even leading it to be called the OG Royale. So yeah, now for the most important question of all. What flavor does everyone get? I mean, I don't think... I think Neil doesn't eat, so I feel like he's just cuddling up with Samir and trying awkwardly to figure out what exactly he's supposed to... Because back in his day, when you're in a relationship with someone who's not actually with anyone, you wouldn't just, you know... Are you supposed to, like, put your arm around them? You rest mm -hmm. your head on their sh Oh, that feels nice. And then he just settles with putting his head on Samir's shoulder. Um, Samir, surprisingly, doesn't, like, react too much to it. Uh, they're just kind of, like, nod the head. They, you know, uh, they get Rocky Road. Because it's the most interesting of the, of the, of the standard flavors. Here, I thought you were Strawberry Man. Sometimes we have to change up. I do enjoy strawberry. Oh my god. I let's retcon that. I did say strawberry last session, didn't I? Okay, he gets strawberry. Specifically is what he said. Samir gets strawberry ice cream. I remember my partner's favorite I'm, flavor of ice cream. I'm, I'm sorry, it's been a, it's been a very long week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, Samir gets strawberry. And uh Samir's quite messy with their ice cream. It's just, it's, it makes them more adorable. Not that they, they can't really do wrong right now. We're in that stage of the relationship. The, the, the honeymoon, the puppy dog phase, depending on what you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Neil's also like surveying everyone else who's walking in. Because there is a part of him, the back of his mind, that he's really happy right now. But... The Nightmare Fair coming. And one of these people is a murderer. In all likelihood. And until he knows who, there's part of him that's just going to stay awake. Waiting. Yes. Even ice cream can't really fix that, can it? Mm -mm. It's unfortunate, but no. No. But marshmallows can. Ooh. Marshmallows fix everything. M Melody, what kind of ice cream do you get? Melody looks for hummus ice cream. There is no hummus ice cream, so probably butterscotch, because that would be the closest that looks like hummus. And then they're disappointed because it's not um it doesn't taste anything like hummus. But but it's not it's not about the ice cream, it's about the toppings and and it's just marshmallows. Just a shit ton of marshmallows. Just so many. Because they're magic. How, <laughs> how do they get all fluffy? How do they get fluffy? This is truly the... Uh, <laughs> this right here. That's truly the biggest mystery of the moral realm. Is how the hell do they yes. get fluffy? 
If there's one thing humanity did right. Fluffy. <laughs> yes. Marshmallows, they can do something. <laughs> fluffy marshmallows. I think it's funny because I just imagine it's like, I could do without the entire mortal realm. But if we could bring the Stereo Royale to the Fey Realm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Mercutio yes. is the one that gets the, the rocky road then. Ooh. And I'll, I'll get coffee with a lot of sprinkles on it. Please. Also, I do have a discount in here, right? Since I work here. They look, it's like, when's the last time you've worked here? Wow. Last week. Mm -hmm. Oh come on! I I I pull out like a wallet that someone dropped in Lost and Found like two years ago, and uh, fish out some money. I, I got it. I got it. It's fine. Are you not getting anything though? Oh no no no! Watching you have fun is all that matters to me. Oh, okay. Just uh, grabbing. Oh, also, what's with you and, you know? Samir? Um, mm -hmm. Well, we're, you know, uh, just, we, we had a chat and we decided that we want to be friends. No, not friends. We're closer than friends. Um, Are you a power my... couple now? Or is it best friends? I don't. But... No, not best friends. I mean, we're best friends. We, tr we trust each other and obviously best friends do oh. that i mean we're you know we um i really like them oh oh they're a thing now yeah you guys are yeah. a thing now okay yeah yeah yeah. no i'm a little confused about slang we're together ish we just started we, we we went to we went to the graveyard and then we um you know we made out at the graveyard that's not normal um Interesting choice. And as that conversation's going on, uh, you hear, like, just... Uh, it's loud in here. Like, the, the Dare Royale always has a lot of customers. The OG Royales, I should say. Um, there's just people going in and out. You know, one person's just like, oh, you know, can I need this, 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 this. And, and someone goes, uh, order, for, order for Dixie. Um, as you all turn for a moment, and you kind of see this, like, a uh, little bit of an... A little older than all of you, like probably early twenties. Um, just super the epitome of like a, a goth witch queen uh kind of comes in and uh picks up her order of like this red velvet ice cream. You even see it on the menu and kind of just walks out. And for a second wow. you're kind of sitting there going like I'm not I'm not that all hot shit, am I? <laughs> Um, just just for a minute, but you can you can kind of tell from this that even the Dairy How even has a secret menu, and other than that, like there's so much talking on, there's so many people around, uh, and so many eyes kind of dart forth between all of you that you're not really sure what's going on uh, in this place, and the fact that you're kind of your monsters maybe doesn't even matter here. It's that moment to just kind of lose yourself, isn't it? But who knows? So, so where are we sitting? Uh, you could probably find one of the empty tables. It's they're packed. The tables are like packed in, but just kind of all crowded around. Mercutio, Alexa, stand. I feel no, like I. And Melody will just 
Sit on his lap. Way easier. I feel like a fifth wheel here. Uh, Kaya's like, I'm here though. As she all right, we can be thing. <laughs> as, she, as she eats her vanilla ice cream. I mean, you're not a fifth. Like, there's no such thing as a six wheel. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's we have six <laughs> wheels here. Is that normal? To do things normally have six wheels where you're from? I mean, as long as it's a multiple of two, I guess it's fine. Some buses have six wheels. Right, the bus. Uh, hey, Melody. Um, after yeah. this, do you want to? Um, I'd like to show you something. What? A thing that I don't want to say about. It's a secret. And I know you like secrets. So. I do. Okay. Yeah, just uh, after here, we could um, stop by somewhere else. That's all. Oh, by the way, guys, something weird happened, like, a few oh minutes earlier. What? Yeah. Um, Isaac approached me, and he, uh, he, he apologized. What? Kaya says. I'm sorry, what? For what? Um, for taking off, you know, last time we had the, you know, the... Mercutio, like, wait a minute. Wait. You? And him? Yeah. Was I the only one who knew that? I'm surprised he didn't parade around the fact that, you know? Seems like something Isaac would do. I mean, Isaac's a dick, but he knows when to use information at the best possible moment. Oh, just to make this clear, Ivy, you should not trust that man. No. But why? He's awful. He was an... <laughs> He wasn't always like it. Funny enough. Yeah, well, he's like that now. Yeah. yeah, well, he was really sweet to me, though. And he was apologizing. And during that time in the woods, too. In the woods? So I, mm. I... Tell me more. I'm gonna... <laughs> just grab like a whole spoonful of ice cream and just shove it in my mouth so i can't speak so did mm. you all like and mercutio goes like he's like raises an eyebrow what are you talking about i'm just saying Thank everyone you. you know is is the sweet innocent ivy actually not so sweet and innocent Oh, 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 I know what oh, this is. No, no, oh my no? god. Ivy, don't worry about it. Listen, it doesn't matter what she's done. She's still the same person. Of course. Of course. I'm just curious. I like details. There, nothing happened. No, I, lo nothing I love happened. hearing tales. I, and I would love for you to recount any information from them. Yes. And something had to have happened because he had to apologize. So, what? 
If you're Nothing. seriously asking if Isaac is compensating for something, the answer is probably one, yes, and two. Oh yes. None of our business. Oh, Guys, no. please stop. Oh. Just saying a powerful psychic can do a lot of things. Wouldn't surprise me very much if uh, probably for the best. He's got a lot he's got a lot of hang ups anyway. You ever hear about the uh the well, they used to talk about when we first got here. Uh, apparently he had some girlfriend back home and didn't really... She died. Yeah. Yeah, you know about that too. How? Beats me. <sighs> the walls have ears. What's her name? I've never heard it. Even, uh, yeah. Isaac's not the type to reveal that information about it. I mean, it's pretty tight-lipped, but obviously for understandable reasons. I mean, if you'd been in his position, you probably wouldn't be so anxious to tell your secrets either. Probably not. They say the, um, the same thing happened to Reese, too. Needless to say, just because you murdered someone doesn't mean you're likely to murder again. I'm not saying that he, she murdered her, but I'm just saying knowing the type of person Isaac is, I just wouldn't put it past him. So you assume that he's, the, he's that kind of person because of his reputation? Honestly, I think it's safe to assume he's that kind of person because that's what he's constantly threatening. So he... Wait, hang on. He... So he killed his girlfriend? No. I don't know. No, love. No one knows that. But he certainly feels that he was responsible. For I mean, death. who wouldn't, though? Oh. Poor Isaac. Two words I never thought I'd hear out of anyone's mouth right there. I feel what? bad for him. He's Why? probably all torn up about this. Like he he acts. I don't know if he killed her or he was responsible for it, but he's probably blaming himself for this. Maybe he should. I Maybe mean, we I... shouldn't really jump to try and save him from himself. That man is. Yeah, but if nobody would help him, then who will? He's just gonna go sink deeper and deeper into his. Yeah, but what kind of help does he want? That's the thing. Because, look, let's not pretend. Dude is, a, dude is messed around with magic. Those kind of people, they don't want help sorting through their issues. They want help doing things that people shouldn't. And I know he might talk a lot of shit, but Isaac can back it up, though. Dude's one of the best psionics we've ever, that I've ever seen take that class. I mean, he got the people that that follow him for a reason, and they're no spring, they're no uh, newbies either. I still feel bad for him, though. You could feel I bad don't. for him, but he's da he's dangerous, is the is thing I'm saying, through and through. Damaged goods and all that. Look, I realize that seeing a bunch of people 
huddle with each other is not conducive to realizing that maybe you're better off alone right now, but maybe you're better off alone right now, or at least not looking towards Isaac for companionship. I mean, one of us is a literal bloodsucker, and yet Isaac's the worst one. No offense, Mercutio. None taken. A lot of it's true, you know? Ivy, if, you, if, if you've been a, a little bit there uh, lonely, I mean, I could, I have friends. I could hook you up with a lot of people that would be not as aggressive as someone would say I, but would fit you quite nicely. How do you, how do you feel about ghouls? Are those the zombie people? No, no, no. Thing? Yes, but no, not really. No, no. They're just, they've, they've just died uh, at one point. That's all. I, I I don't know about that. What if their arm falls off midway, me holding onto it or something? I, uh, I'd be well, freaking out. Look, I've I, never. I know this guy. His name his name's Jaime. He's uh, decent. Yeah, I think. Good at computers. Good listener. Yeah. Just saying. And I've never seen his arm fall off once. It's a little um, cold to the touch. I've heard, but. Well, um, I I don't know. I put Taya? in a good word for you. Taya's like, I mean, if he's 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 a nerd, I mean, n nerds get rich, so I mean, I guess that that fulfills my my requirements that I would be looking. I follow your heart, Ivy. Just don't follow it to Isaac. Wait, all you care about well, is if... don't follow your heart. At all. And just... Do something different. Uh, Mercutio looks over at Melody and uh, kind of like leans his head uh, to whisper near. He goes, hi, I'm something different. <laughs> See? I guess that's supposed to be attractive. So look for that. Uh, it's sort oh, of is, okay. Yeah. Samir's just eating their ice cream, and they finally stop and just kind of look at the general direction Ivy's in. <laughs> and Samir goes, "I'm afraid, Ivy, that uh, your threads have probably become entangled in so many places with so many people right now. Only you know what's going to be best for you." And if you let any of us decide for you, then you'll regret it in the long run. Just don't get fooled by those that would cut your strings too early. Isaac, that one's referring to Isaac. Uh huh. Cut, cut by strings, so, like, like. Okay, you know what? I think Ivy's being a bit overloaded. So why don't we just um, why don't we go for a walk? Come on. And I, like, put my arm out in a very old-fashioned way. And Samir kind of waves everyone. I, I guess we're going to go on a walk then. Um, oh, I was referring to Ivy. Um, oh. Oh, I, my fault. <laughs> I, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Grab Neo's arm. Uh, I bend oh, over like... to kiss Samir before I leave. <laughs> he, like, offers uh, their cheek. You could tell, like, they're not too into the PDA. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, they'll give you a do. 
and I just squeeze their shoulder comfortably. So uh, the moment we leave the ice cream parlor, so Isaac, you seriously interested in Isaac or are you just... Uh, yeah. Sorry, one second. Can you guys hear the noise? It's just, it's just Arden approaching. Who, who, okay. by way, who, by the way, is it just Neil and Ivy that's left, or did Melody tag along, too? I think you... it's... It, no, it's just Neil and Ivy just sitting outside the ice cream parlor alone for a little bit. You know, alone. That is until, <laughs> uh... Like, literally, the moment you begin talking, like you say, so you're interested in Isaac? Like, for real? Uh, you see Arden begin to walk up, playing by Tyler. Um... Uh, I, I like protectively put an arm around <laughs> this is gonna end up great I love this <laughs> I feel like you're in trouble somehow maybe I'm in um, trouble what do you mean What's well going we on? have a minotaur no joke rushing rather full headedly towards us and Arden who there's something in his eyes that I don't like Oh yeah, Arden was tagging up. Should I look? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. You know when you look and you're like, are they are they looking at me? Are they looking at me? And you look up and they're, they're indeed looking at you. Wait, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> just we're not doing anything wrong, we just sit here. Okay. And wait. Uh Melody, you hear Bercuccia go, like look out the window and just go, Oh, looks like trouble has found them. <laughs> this could be oh. fun. Entertaining, really. Hmm. Or we could maybe get to start a little bit early with the drinking. If you want to avoid okay. the hustle and bustle that's about to go down here. Ooh. Drama? Or. Dra drama, I suppose. <laughs> Can we get a drink and have it here? Or do we have to go somewhere else? Well, the only drink we would have is the bar. Uh, so Kaya goes, I... Melody, will you stay... We, we can go start drinking. We can go to the bar if I'm... Mel, do you mind looking after them? Those two? Look... What? I, uh... Ivy and Neil. I don't really want Isaac. If 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 Arden's coming around here, then that means Isaac is close by. I don't want to see Isaac. So and then looks at Samir. We can go to. You can come with me, right? And Samir's like, uh, sure. And and Rakushio. And Rakushio goes. Maybe we'll just catch up later, love. Is that a promise? Yes. And he kind of like leans in and like traces uh, his fangs uh, across your neck for a second before just lightly pecking your cheek and uh, pulling back. And you hear Kai go, What? We're in a public place? And just doesn't finish the sentence as Mercutio goes, All right, onward. First round's on me. 
man. Okay. Conveniently clean up Melody's all the NPCs. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melody will just uh, take a seat inside, but watching closer to the door. So yeah, Arden, this is the scene you come across. Yeah, I mean, the second Ivy looks back and we make eye contact, I am absolutely speeding up to get there. Um, and sort of glaring at Neil, who has his arm around Ivy's shoulders. All right, am I bringing the ruckus? Time money goes. I mean, you said he was with Samir, right? Maybe this is some, like, friend thing? <laughs> Uh, not yet. Keep an eye out for Isaac, I think. Oh, I will. He starts cracking his knuckles. I will approach the two on the bench outside and say, Ivy, I was looking for you. Do you have a second? Um, I, I look towards Ivy. Do you want to say yes to this or not? Arden, I think it'd be best if you gave Ivy some space. I think it would be best if you let Ivy speak for herself. Uh, and you would note, Neil and Ivy at this time, that Arden looks, he looks more intense uh, than they've ever looked before. Just like... I... Oh my god. M Melody is going to... Come outside. You can literally um, I, feel the fire. Oh, God. I'm gonna shrink nearer to Neil, probably like clutch onto his like shirt, like. Arden, I... what is all this? <laughs> and and can I activate spoke because of... <laughs> I'm scared. I'm terrified. Alrighty, here we go. So you're activating Spooked. Yeah, please mark experience. This is not the time for you to be <laughs> dark itself. How could the ghost just be like... Deuces. <laughs> disappears. <laughs> lands. Oh, no! <laughs> my, friend, my friend disappeared on me. Right, no, so you're fine. Gonna, so Ivy marks experience? I think... Arden... Ivy clearly doesn't want to talk to you. You should probably go. And I think with that last raising a voice, this is the time to try and shut someone down. Yeah. Lord knows Neil does that enough. Oh, no. Go ahead and roll. <sighs> that fell. But it's... A one and a six, so that's a seven plus plus two. So that's only a nine. Okay. But a nine still succeeds. Uh you can get you're gonna give me a condition, Arden, but before you do, uh do I have do you have any strings on me? Um yeah, you do. Uh actually no you don't. See your strings on me. Um and you can give me a condition in return. I am going to give you the condition, let's say, overprotective. 
I love it. I love it. And I will say, really, Neil? You have to let Ivy speak for herself. We spent so much time in town out shopping and what, now she refuses to speak to me? Turns to Ivy. Ivy, you said that, you know, you were a little uncomfortable with the generosity, but if the way you repay it is by just ignoring me. Listen, Arden, I really appreciate it, but I really am uncomfortable with the generosity you've shown me. Because, like I said, I don't understand why you're hanging around me when you've got you're with the popular kids and then point to like time on me like him and i'm kind of with the nerd groups so it, it doesn't make sense to me it it just feels off yeah it feels off melody's gonna interpose that and face arden and say we're not all the nerd group right now but maybe you need to put your fire elsewhere and i would like to roll hot oh nice and turn arden on oofa doofa uh you probably get one forward because i'm currently jealous from your and rakushia's thing Uh oofa 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 Oh, God. Uh, we get some oofs in chat, please. <laughs> oofs in chat, please. Gotta grab, that's, gotta get the queen in here. Seven. That is a seven. That is Ooh. a seven. Still a success. Oh, wait, one forward? So, eight. So, yeah. So, comfortable success. Um, Because I love giving promises to the Fae. That is what I will choose. Um, and I'll say, as soon as I've had my talk with Ivy, I'd be happy to take the fire somewhere else. But for now, I really think just a moment, just a minute, Ivy, come on. And uh, time money kind of steps up, puffing up his chest. Why don't you let both of them just talk talk it out by themselves? I think that would be important. Great idea, Tyler. Uh, and I, as I look into his eyes, I think something really strange comes across me. Uh, anyone who's in, within physical contact with me just feels, honestly, like their skin is burning off. But Tyler sees something different. Because I'm going to cast a hex without even realizing it. Oh, no. It's about oh. time, right? <laughs> I feel that that burning sensation. Twelve. Damn. (gasps) Damn. So what Uh, hex are you? I think hex is going to see. Oh, it's going to see some visions of the past. Everywhere they look, and it works without any sacrifice on my part. I have no control over the exact images Tyler sees, but they're not good. Oh. Okay. 
So, uh, you see Tyler kind of like, he goes, you got something to say to me, Nick? And just cuts off as his eyes start darting around. And you've seen looks of horror, Neil. You've shown them quite a bit, especially in the past couple of days. What you see, kind of as this expression of like cockiness kind of fades away, and one of like anger but as well as worry, starts to spread across his face, creasing his eyebrows, his face wrinkling it up in frustration. And you can literally see him just eyes darting around. Do you... Do you see that? Tyler? What are you... What's going on? Uh... I think Ivy would notice this. I go back to feeling completely normal. Tyler, what's happening? Why? No. Why are they here? I I won't go back. I saw, and you see Tyler kind of back up. He's like, I won't go back. I won't. I'm not doing it anymore. I said I was done. <laughs> Tyler, right? I said I was done. And you see him like stomp. And for the first time, you know that Tyler and, and Reese get into a lot of fights. Uh, an awesome cause and like damage and stuff like that, like normal teens would. But for the first time, as, as Tyler stomps, you see the little concrete of the street and sidewalk break up beneath him. I, I'm so sorry. I did this. I did this. Tyler, Tyler. Look at me, look at me. What? And I put my hands on his shoulder. No! And he's like, he starts, he literally throws you. I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't go back. Tyler, look at me. Arden, Arden, what's going on? Tyler, look. Arden, tell Tyler to look at me. I think Tyler. I know how to stop this. Look at Neil. And while they're dealing with that, I would like to try and grab Ivy. <laughs> and pull her out of here. <laughs> Ivy, are you going to resist? Are you, or in the shock of it, are you just going to get let uh, dragged apart from Arden? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to resist. I'd be like shocked because at first, like Neil's hand, like the one I'm touching, the skin that I was touching, suddenly started feeling like burning. I don't know how mechanics work, but can I help that happen? Uh, oh, help so Arden get Ivy? Uh, you, I'll say in a two versus one. Promise. Yeah, I think in a two versus one situation, Ivy, they just pull you along. Unfortunately, okay, there's, yeah. not really, there's not really contesting roles um, for this sort of stuff. But I will just say, just you see, Ivy kind of like, <laughs> I mean, just get pulled both by Melody and Arden, and Neil's like, and you're trying to, and uh, Neil, you're trying to get a hold of Tyler, but he is thrashing about like a bull. The moment I get anything resembling eye contact, the hex can drop. Because I've got a 10 plus. Easily reversed. You catch his eyes for just a second and you see the milky the, the kind of cresting of his face, the wrinkles soothe for a second. God, Tyler, I'm so sorry. You, you did this to me? I think so. I, I didn't know I could. I, I, I don't know what it... Neil, take one harm 
as like mid-sentence, Tyler just rocks you right across the face. Hmm. And like and like one of those punches that it's enough force to send you to the ground. I don't want to hurt you, Tyler. Just stay away from me. Just stay away. And he kind of backs up and, and just runs down the street. Uh, I think because I... Hmm... Where is everyone else? Neil, much like how you felt before this campaign started, you're alone. The Great. The other people clear out to go to the bar, and Melody and Arden and Ivy are nowhere to be found. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. You're alone. You've hurt someone. You've been hurt. I'm going to mark traumatized. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> and you can kind of feel and like something you've never noticed before that might actually come to a shock. You still bleed. As you feel a gentle stream drop <laughs> from your nose to your lip. I, I, like, sit there in the middle of the street in front of this ice cream parlor, just bleeding and breathing for a little bit before I start calling out the names of the others. God, I hope they answer. <laughs> Someone does answer. But not the person you think. Oh, great. As you see two people, actually, you see a familiar, a familiar woman, one of your classmates, long brunettish hair, impeccable facial emotions, and almost flawless porcelain skin as you see Victoria alongside her is another person her hair a little bit darker than Victoria's a little bit longer with eyes that are almost like that of snakes as you see Nikki next to them Victoria kind of looks at you and goes because I imagine you're still on the like sitting on the ground um no I think I oh, you pushed up? myself up okay Nikki Victoria you're bleeding Victoria says kind of going into her pocket and producing a handkerchief 
I don't take it, uh, and instead I just wipe my nose off with my hand. People bleed. No surprise. And Tyler, running away, Nikki says, I'm dangerous. No surprise. Nikki doesn't have a, any like emotion on their face. But Victoria can can't help but produce a slight smile. Good. You'll need to be especially in the school. Should I even ask why you're here? I'm just enjoying the town. About to get a drink. Or you're here to fuck around with Isaac, who probably needs no more fucking around than he's already experienced. I don't want to do anything with that little troll. You can tell... and I, I'm surprised you're even defending that little deviant goblin. I'm not. I just don't trust you. You're probably right not to trust me, but... I don't think I've done anything to be untrustworthy. In fact, I believe I had everyone's peace at mind, especially yesterday. Did you kill that kid? You're asking me if I killed Yoni? No. I'm many things. But I'm not a mon I'm not a murderous monster. I don't respond. I just put my eyes towards Nikki. Waiting. Nikki kind of like locks eyes with you for a second. And you almost see like there's something flashing. Something some deep rooted emotion or power behind those eyes. But they only respond with, it's lonely out here, especially when you're by yourself. Why not come have a drink with us? I think I'm good. And I put my hands in my pockets and walk past them towards wherever I hope Ivy and the others are. Victoria actually calls out to you before you leave, like as you're leaving. And she says, Oh, and if you do see Isaac, let him know I am truly sorry for what transpired last night. Perhaps we'll see you at the fight. Fight? Yes, the fight at the bar. In the back room. You see it's an age-old bet that happens every time we go into town. Hannah always tries to fight Lucas. Or I should say Lucas always tries to fight Hannah. The record is currently 15-0 in Hannah's favor. Werewolves, am I right? I'll see you around. 
Goodbye, Neil. I hope you find... Or hope you find where you're going. I guess follow where the spirits take you. And I, I spin around. Look at Victoria. And I think for a split second, she sees the dead, bleeding, bruised version of me. Before I snap back. Yeah, hope you find your spirits too. And you hear Nikki go, well, we lost those a long time ago, I feel. And they continue walking. Damn. Poor time money. Poor time money indeed. <laughs> Speaking of which, Arden, Ivy, and Melody, you have about, I want to say, probably about ten minutes before Neil eventually catches up to you. What's going on? Melody um, will turn to Arden and say, you have one minute. It's what you asked for, and that's what you'll get. And she walks away. But stays within eyesight. Because okay. Kaya asked her to look after Melody. Uh, not Melody, Ivy. Okay. I will nod and turn to Ivy um, and imagining we've sort of like pulled away into an alley so sort of corner her near a wall and say Ivy it really hurts me that you're doing so much to try to avoid me did you ask Neil to keep us apart um no no I, I didn't ask him that but I guess he just kind of knew what I was feeling. And what is it that you were feeling? You keep saying that it doesn't make sense that we would spend time together, but I want to spend time with you. I don't know what else there is to consider here. Um... No offense, Arden, but you're kind of scary and intense, and I, I don't know how to deal with that. Ivy, roll to shut down, Arden. <laughs> oh god, it's a 1d12, right? No, no, 2d6 plus your fold. 2d6. So that's an 8 minus 1, so that's 7. <laughs> All right, so uh, you get to either make Arden lose a string on you. If Arden has no strings on you, you can gain one on them. Or you can give him a condition or take one forward. Which I believe Arden has strings on you. I do not. Oh, no. So you could just gain a string on Arden if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll gain a string on Arden. Awesome. Um, the condition, I get to give you a condition, right? Yeah. The condition I'm going to give Ivy is ungrateful. And I'm going to say... That Arden love bombing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Ivy, I, I don't think you really understand. Um, um I'm going to cut her off and immediately. Uh, can I activate mixed messages here? Oh no. Uh, sure. <laughs> Since is Melody around, or are we like alone? Since we're no, in the no, alleyway, no. Melody is definitely around. Melody, Melody's around, but watching from a distance. Okay, so they're not listening. Okay, they're just we watching. are alone. Listen, Arden, I'm really grateful for all the things you've done for me so far, but I kind of have a guy in mind already, and. You, I, I don't know why you think I'm your type. You've got all this, you've got Tyler on your side. You look amazing. You can get anybody you wanted. You're popular. So, you could get with Victoria if you wanted to. You could be a power couple like Mercutio and Melody. Uh, and I have to roll on. Yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, um... That's a 7 plus 1 on the thing, plus 2, that's a 10. Oh, boy. Alright, so you're gonna get a string on them, on Arden? Arden, either gonna... Give yourself to Ivy, promise something they think uh, they want, or get embarrassed and act awkward as well. I will uh, say, yes, I can have anyone that I want, and who I want, Ivy, is you. Uh, and I will give myself to her, whatever are that you, looks like so in like, this scenario. So, like, are you just gonna, like, push, like, I is, is Arden just gonna push Ivy against the wall and, like, just kiss her? Like, is that, uh, or is it a little bit less aggressive than that? I don't know, I you're think, dark yourself. I know, but... Mm, you got you gotta I dominate. Think, <laughs> I think you just sort of push her against the wall and do, like... Hands on face, like heavy, heavy eye contact. And Ivy, as you're looking into Arden's face, you could feel the heat. It, it's kind of a nice feeling, but it's also like it, it scares you in a way. When you look at Arden's eyes, you can see that they're slightly even glowing at this point, and they're not normal eyes. Through the eyes of a of a serpent, of a snake, of a dragon. And you can smell the sweetness of the smoke around you almost, even though there is none. Honestly, if you wanted to, Arden, you're having eye contact right now. You could initiate the bargaining ceremony if you wanted to. Yes, absolutely. And as the... So you need smoke. Are you, like, smoking something at this point, too? Do you have, like, a jewel or something? Or, like, a... <laughs> or do you just produce it? I think that they just produce it, yeah. 
so Arden, so Ivy Arden opens uh, his mouth, and you see this thick, but not smelling. It smells good, almost like perfumed smoke begin to surround you. And you begin to feel a little bit weak, almost like you're high. And suddenly, nothing around both of you matter. There's no environment. You're not in Gehenna Valley anymore. You're somewhere else. Another place. Another time. And it's just you two. It's really an intimate moment, if it wasn't so terrifying. Begin your bargaining. Ivy, I know you think I'm intense, but that's just for you. Just let me take care of you. Let me direct that intensity at those who would hurt you. You're mine, and I need you to be safe. I'm nobody's property, Arden. I'm my own person. And the way you're trying to protect me is not the way that Neil is trying to protect me. Oh, Neil. What did Neil do to protect you? Neil instigated something in Tyler that I've never seen before. Neil's only making things worse. Neil's protected me plenty of times. He's my friend. Neil brought you into a basement full of spiders and just set off a minotaur with no way to save you. Neil, being around Neil is dangerous. Don't say that about my friend. I truly believe in Neil. And plus, I think being around him helps me go get over my fears i'm terrified of a lot of stuff i'm really terrified of you right now no i never i don't want to scare you but you are you you are scary I, I can't do the things that you guys can do. I, I have no way of protecting myself. And if you want to, you can kill me right now. And that's that's a very terrifying thought. I, 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 I don't even know where we are right now. Are we even in, are we even in the same realm? Not quite. Ivy, if you're scared, then... Why won't you accept protection? Just let me take care of you just a little, like Neil is. I'm not asking anything in return. Just let me watch over you and help keep you safe. And, you know, in time, you can... I'm really sorry, Arden, but... I want to learn how to protect myself eventually, and if there's two of you protecting me, that's... I won't grow. I won't grow as a person, and... I'm still trying to figure out why I'm in the academy, considering I'm not really like you guys. I don't have a special power, I don't have anything like that. I, I'm so sorry, Arden. 
MC. What happens if the bargaining ceremony has been activated and a fae punches the worm in the face? Uh, Just you curious. Could, you would interrupt the ceremony and it would end. Oh, oh okay. Could, could, I, could I try that? You would like to punch <laughs> Arden in the face. Go ahead and roll a lash out for me, which you're going to roll the first volatile roll of this entire game. Roll 2d6 plus your volatile. Oh, I love monster I hearts. Melody's been volatile before, actually. Oh, yes, you have. I'm sorry. It's only You're the only one that's made the volatile roll so far. Yeah. Uh... Eight. So you... You're going to deal harm, but you only get to choose one. You learn either Arden's going to learn something about your true nature and gain a string on you. You decide how bad the harm turns out and how bad things end up. Or I decide how bad things end up. Or you become your darkest self. What would you like to do? I think I'd like to become my darkest self because I said a minute. Ooh, would you like I to read? It's been more than a minute. Yes, it's been several minutes at that. It's been much more than a minute. And dare say you can't break a promise like that. Will you? Will you read for the rest of the class what your darkest self is as the Fey? <laughs> Everything you say seems a promise. Everything you hear seems a promise. If a promise is broken, justice must be wrought in trickery or blood. You aren't subject to the human rules of mercy. To escape your darkest self, you must in some way rebalance the scales of justice. So you end up uh, lashing out Arden, mark one harm as something. Do you just like hit her, uh, hit Arden from behind, like the behind the head? Yeah, you hit... Uh, yeah. Just using your fist, or do you, like, pick up something? <laughs> like, how how brutal are you being there? Darkest self? I'm probably punching straight across the face. Honestly. Just sideways. And because they, they can't see, so just full force. As you do, as you kind of launch your fist, uh, you connect with Arden. And Arden, while in the ceremony, like, as soon as Ivy finishes saying that, uh, you hear a crackling noise, like thunder, as your trance is broken and you're both taken out of it abruptly, as you feel uh, your head wobble to the side a bit uh, from this punch from this fey. Ivy, you have one chance to get out of here if you'd like to. Would you like to run? All right, please roll me 2d6. Um, oh. I, I am... I'm gonna wait. So the moment I, the cer ceremony gets broken. Yeah. We're back to thing, and then yeah. I see. What do I see? You see, melody... melody just rocked Arden across the face. I'm still very scared. I'm gonna hug. Uh, I'm gonna go and try and hug Melody. Does Does Melody accept the hug? It's a promise. Yes. Yeah. It's a promise of like ownership, of companionship, right? Of really? Yeah. Yeah. 
how does how does melody does melody look a bit different when she's in her darkest self does she like emanate anything different Oh wait, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a factor too. Um, <laughs> I'm so scared. If anything, it's as though Melody is more solid, not thicker. Just instead of looking fey and sort of looking soft, I suppose. There's um um. There's more solidness. Would you even more go as far to say that Melody looks more human? Yes. Ivy, do you change your mind? Or do you still run to Melody's arms? God, everyone still looks so scary. <laughs> oh, God. Scary as more human. You look different. And... Arden looks different. That's oh my god. Did Arden save you? Or no, did Melody save you? Who knows? Oh yeah, but he, she but she punched Arden. I'm terrified. I Fire am... asked me to look after you. And so I did. MC, is it time for me to show up? I think this is exactly well, I, I want to actually ask Ivy one last question. Ivy, do you want to stay in Melody's arms or do you want to run? Very important question. Because to stay with Melody, you might trade in one jailer for another. Who knows? But to run would send you into the world of the unknown. Into whatever devious plans I may or may not have. Yeah, I'm gonna run. <laughs> but this is... <laughs> Amazing! Awesome! I don't think the moment, the moment. I would. I don't know. Did Melody say like it's a promise? And that would freak me out. That would freak me well, out. Well, she. Out didn't, oh, didn't say I didn't promise. Uh, you could roll me two d six plus volatile then to run away. Uh, okay, two d six. That is a ten, <laughs> and volatile plus one, eleven. The neighbor has a plus one volatile. What the hell? That's awesome. Cool. On 10, you end up, you get away to a safe place. And a safe place to you would be anywhere where you'd be protected from, say, Arden or the rest. You run away into two familiar people. As you run directly into Victoria and Nikki. Oh god. Who who stop you and they go, Ivy, are you okay? Simply Victoria. No. Are you and they, they like put an arm around you both both Nikki and Victoria, they go, let's um let's let's get you off hey, we're we're just about to go have a drink. We can you could we could sit down, you can tell us everything about it. Alright? I'm I'm are you are you? Do you need like medical attention? Are you all right? Did... No, no, I'm good. Um, oh God, dragons, fairy. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. What? Let's maybe drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's. Um, we're we're going to the the, the dwarf, and they, uh, kind of pull you along, like trying to comfort you the way. Uh, Victoria, making sure, 
uh, you know, Nikki's got a, is setting you, you know, one hand on one of your arms and another on the shoulder gently. And Victoria's kind of uh, rubbing your back as you get brought into the bar. And I think this would be the perfect place to take a quick five minute break and to set up the second half of our episode tonight. So take a bathroom break, enjoy yourself, and get ready. Because it's time we go drinking, everyone. See you in five. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gehenna Academy. Chapter four, Blood of My Blood. So we now, we're going to go back to Neil really quick. Neil, who has just arrived at the scene, Ivy is gone, Melody and Arden... Uh, Arden looking a little injured with a, a nice little welt forming on their cheek. What's your reaction, Neil? Oof. What happened? What did happen? Why did you hit me? I said a minute. You took longer. Breaking a promise with a fae, that's a terrible idea. I lost track of time, but you're right. I do keep my promises, Melody. Good. What happened to Ivy? She ran. You made her run away? I look at Arden. I didn't make her do anything. You're coddling her. You're, you're coddling her, her and she, she's lashing out because she thinks that you're being too protective and she won't let anyone else help. Have you thought maybe for Arden. a second that I need to be overprotective? Considering what's going on in this damn school of ours? Have you thought for a second about anyone but yourself? Why are you so protective of her in particular? I'm protective of everyone. Oh, even Isaac? If you wanted to hurt Isaac, yeah. But I think more people need to be protected from, from Isaac, not the other way around. What are you getting out of this, Neil? You can't protect everyone, and you shouldn't do it for nothing. And if I don't, the world could come crashing down on our shoulders, or worse, you could be dragged into a place that you do not want to go to. I've been given a responsibility. I don't want it, but I have it. So I'll use it. And if you harm that poor mortal again next time you'll be the one thrashing around like tyler did hmm. i promise you that oh. melody i need your help 
I need to show you something. I can't... I can't explain it. I need to show you it. <laughs> well, a while back in the library, you told Astoria and me the story of some kid who died in a circus, right? Remember yeah. that? Well, there's things about that story you don't know, and I would like to tell you all of it. And if you follow me, I will. Okay. You coming, Arden? I don't know, Melody. What of my promise? I'll get it later. Fine, Neil. Is this going to shed some light on this duty of yours? Maybe. Maybe it'll just make it more confusing. And I just start walking the direction, uh, the direction of the school, actually. Awesome. So Arden, Neil, and Melody depart. Leaving. Behind the town of Gehenna Valley. Heading towards an unknown location. I will get back to you in just a moment. Ivy. The the bar is dark. It's got music playing. And it feels like almost like a nightclub. There is a majority of people here. The back room is completely open up. As you see that there is a makeshift boxing ring that has been erected. It. it seems like there's going to be a fight. A televised um, fight, though. Or not televised, a, an agreed-upon fight. Does this always happen here? Uh, every time we come into town, you see and Victoria kind of points to, uh, what you see to be Lucas, Lucas Yang, as he goes off into the back room. Every time Lucas and Hannah come down here, they fight each other. Hannah always wins, though. Although Lucas thinks he's got he's got this one in the bag for sure. Come on, Ivy, it'll be fun. Take your mind off things a bit. Don't um, worry. I I don't think. Uh... Watching people fight would be fun. That, is that your idea of fun? I mean, the fight is just set dressing. It's the drinking and the talking. And she looks to the bartender and she pours uh, three drinks of some uh, kind of blue-green variety. And she pushes one uh, in front of you as you kind of all sit to a table. Isaac, Ivy and the group haven't noticed you, but, well, the exception of Victoria and Nikki have, but they haven't made any uh, direct eye contact to you, but Ivy hasn't. It looks like they've intentionally aimed Ivy away so she doesn't see you, as you're kind of in the corner with Brooke and Christina, uh, seeing that the fight's about to begin. Victoria kind of, like, looks at you, Ivy, 
uh, taking your hand in like a friendly manner and kind of petting and going, now what happened? What got you so flustered that you were out there like that? Um, no, no, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's just friend fight, you know, things happen. Um, I don't think I should be around you guys. Why, why I mean, not? I, you guys are the popular kids. Aren't you going to be ashamed of, you know, having me around and ruin your reputation? So, um... Are you sending mixed messages? Or are you just saying No, this? we're not alone. We're not okay, alone. I'm yeah. just saying this. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Victoria kind of raised an eyebrow. She's like, Look, I'm not really, I mean, I'm an I'm a theater kid, but I'm not like a popular, Nikki's honestly a lot more popular than me, and kind of Nikki smiles and go, and it's just like, it's not, it's not just like clicks, that's not what our school's about, you know, it's not like something you would see on TV, there's not enough of us for there to be proper clicks, I mean, we're all in the same boat, right, at the end of the day? All hiding from something, hoping we feel protected and coddled in the arms of someone we enjoy. I am not really. Uh, I mean, I kind of get where you're coming from, but I'm not really running from something. It's kind of just. This really? is the only school that was available here. So. So you're saying that you don't have something in your past you're afraid of facing? Because I feel like that's the that's why we're here, Kahana Academy. You know, they like to say they collect broken things. But broken things Do are you also... consider yourself broken? Victoria takes a sip of her drink and like kind of looks off for a second before she goes Take a sip of your drink and I'll tell you. So maybe I'll answer that. Um, I, I don't really drink alcohol. You don't do a lot of things, do you, Ivy? No. Why not try to loosen up every once in a while? You have the look. You just need a little bit of the... push. The look? What? What do you mean? I mean, look at you, and she kind of, like, does the, you know, she kind of trails a finger up your arm, pointing to various things. You have fashion. You're looking great right now. You need well, to that it. was mostly Kaya. Oh, this it's... is, this is, this, this, this is not me. Maybe the, the beanie, but. Do you th think. This feel like me. It could be you if it wanted to. Do you think that we wake up like this no it takes a lot of practice and precision and application until it takes a lot of dolling up and i don't necessarily like to always do it but that's what's expected of me so that's what i've done that sounds like a lot of work it is life's a lot of work ivy but I prefer to be comfortable over trying to impress people that who people who don't really know me. That's 
No one's ever going to know you as much as you know yourself. You should keep everyone you can at arm's length. It's the only way not to get hurt anymore. That sounds like something Isaac would say. You know, I think Isaac sometimes is a little shit, but he's got the right idea. And that sounds like a really lonely existence. Um, I don't know if, about you guys, but um, people like me, uh, we're social creatures. We can't live alone. People like you? Mortals. <laughs> and Victoria lo looks over and goes, Isn't that cute? She thinks she's immortal. And Nikki goes, Oh, honey. You go to Gehenna Academy. You're not mortal. You might not know what you are yet, but you're not mortal. Gehenna Academy is a home for the non-mortals for the supernatural you can't get in here you don't get invited here unless there's something special about you or something broken in Isaac's case well yeah I, I don't really know anything about that I mean my family is really normal did nothing strange ever happen to you before you came here no event, no trauma. I mean, there was a big family fight, but families fight each other. It happens. It's just my family's bigger than usual, I guess. That's the thing. Yeah, that's kind of weird. My family is bigger than usual. Victoria locks eyes with you, leaning in forward. Yeah, a big family fight, right? You transferred in the middle of the semester. So big enough that your parents shipped you out here. Um. To the academy. I mean, why else would you show up here in the middle of the semester? You didn't have a school before that? You weren't living a comfortable life before that? Yeah, I was. Uh, but I understand my, I mean, it's my parents' choice. It's their job. And maybe you just want to get away from family for a while. Or maybe they wanted to get away from you. No. No way. That's my parents. They're really nice people. Victoria kind of like smiles. My parents tried to kill me. And Nikki goes, Well, my parents tried to eat me. My parents doesn't even scold me. Maybe it's because they're afraid of you. And the other one goes, maybe that's why they sent you here. Because they're afraid of what you are. Tales all this oh. time. <laughs> no. no. Um. Listen, I appreciate you guys' company, but this is really not my scene. It's like kind of push the glass away and then just stand up and as you gotta and go to stand to... up 
Victoria kind of holds your hand uh, to the table, almost keeping you there for a second, and goes, Maybe you're more like Isaac than I thought. that even mean you gotta ask yourself why he got sent here that's what Gehenna Academy is a place for bastards and broken things and then she locks and looks into your eyes once more and can you roll me a keep your cool so 2d slicks plus cold and you're gonna take All it right. at a negative one That's a 10, minus 1, so that is a 9. You feel like, Victoria, you can leave, but Victoria is going to learn something about you if you do. Victoria is going to have some modicum of control for later over you if you leave right now. I'm gonna stay, mainly because he she brought up Isaac's name. So, like, you, like, stop and then you slowly sit back down? Yeah. I could tell you a lot of things about Isaac if you want. Isaac can tell that to me himself. Oh, I hate I hate it when I hear things from other people. Especially what? things about someone you like. Intimate things. Yeah. I... Well what if I told you good things about Isaac? Truthful things. Things that no one else would know. Victoria have you ever been in love with someone? She let go of your hand and she sips her drink again. I'm gonna like try and like remove my hand from hers. And then when I do, I'm gonna grab the glass and then just hold it, just swirling it around like this. Um, listen, when you like someone you want to know everything about them but not from other people you want to know you you want to know that from the person themselves are you in love with isaac <laughs> no 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 i i like him he's he's a great guy There's like this awkward, not even awkward, this like stunned silence as like you hear that the fight's about to begin. And Victoria just says to you, You defend him like you've known him all your life. And I think there. Since you've decided to stay, we'll cut to Isaac really quick. Isaac, you and Brooke and Christina 
are watching the fight. As uh, you're kind of in the back, you're getting a side view. So I'm going to see if this is something you notice. Um, the way that the rooms are connected, you can probably see into like the little back room area because there's really only like a thin like, like one of those cloths on like like a uh, kind of blocking it. And you can see kind of like as you're examining around, your eyes kind of trying to avoid Ivy and Victoria and Nikki. You can see Lucas. Specifically. You could see that Lucas is drinking something. A small vial he brings out of his pocket when he doesn't believe anyone can see him. And you recognize what's in that vial. Do you know what it is, Isaac? What is it? It's a familiar crimson liquid. Something that every human being creature has. As you see what looks like blood. But this blood has a shine to it. It has a shimmer. Almost ethereal quality. Almost like it's from another realm. This is not a blood of a mortal. Or even a creature of this plane. Lucas is drinking Fey blood that he has seemingly bottled somewhere. And as he finishes it with a little drip, strolling down his cheek, which he immediately picks up with his tongue, drinking the small vial like it was liquid gold, you see him start to shiver and shake as he starts to psych himself up. And then you're interrupted by Christina. Boss. Boss. Yep. Yeah. So why'd you call us here? I mean, other than to see the fight. Before I talk to you, the both of you, I need to ask you something, Christina. Yeah, what is it? Why did you fight me on trying to kill Victoria? Why didn't you just follow along? Because I don't want to see another body? Why? Did you ask me why I don't want to see someone die? Yes, I'll answer the question, why? Because that's morally wrong. And that's just not something I want to deal with. Not only is that... It's not like some petty shit we're doing anymore when we kill someone. We're murdering someone. And I'm just not okay with that. And Brooke, do you feel the same way about it? Despite how I may seem, answer truthfully. I just don't be honest. like the idea of crossing that moral because I feel like once we cross that moral horizon, we don't have anything else. I don't mind stealing. I don't mind intimidating. I don't even mind getting into fights. But I do mind murder. And I don't think it has anything to do with Victoria is beneath us. You have the book. We should be figuring that out. 
Pitocaine is all that matters, isn't it? Yes. And do you both agree on this together? And Christina and Brooke both nod. Yeah, we should we should be focusing on, you know, raising Amy. We shouldn't be focused on anything else. That's the end goal. We have it. What I'm about to tell you is something that I've been hiding from the both of you. I had no intentions of killing Victoria. Never have, never will. She's not worth it. As you can see, I've been sporadically looking like I'm losing control of myself from breakfast to yelling out murder. And it all started once I found out about Victoria renting the book. It was no coincidence that also the same day, I find myself in the room cornered with her in it. Now, I think somebody has betrayed me because you guys are the only ones who knew where I was or where I would go. Right now, I trust the both of you because Christina, one, you, as you said, don't like murder. And Brooke, you've proved yourself more time and time again, which leads to Elliot. I fear that maybe, I don't know whether it's true or not, that Elliot may have betrayed us. Kind of Brooke and Christina think about it for a moment. And Brooke just like thinks and goes, Arden. Yeah. Shit. I, I really hope that's not the case. As you said before, Brooke, I'm not an asshole. I play one because that's what's needed to get by, but that's not who I am. I promised Amy that when I would bring her back, I wouldn't kill anybody to get it done. Cool, then we're all in agreement then. If it's Elliot, fuck Elliot. We don't need him anymore. Yeah, it's not as easy as done. Clearly, he's betraying us, but for the reason why, I don't know. And Victoria, as I said before, well, I don't want to kill her. That does not mean she's still not dangerous. She is planning something, guys. It's very obvious. Hence why I took the initiative and see me like I'm losing my control. See, my plan, if you want to know, was to make myself look weak and then go to her. Act like I want her back. And from there, infiltrate her little group or scheme, whatever she's doing. And from there, find out what's going on. Seems like you're playing the 40 chess there. Mm-hmm. I'll, Brooke kind of looks up. I'll try to gather as much of stuff on Victoria as possible. You just need to worry about that, whatever this ritual is. Yeah, I found out. Looks like we have to go to a different plane, which is problematic in a number of reasons. Due to the fact that most of the people here that can go to different planes either hate me or want to punch me really, really hard in the face. And Kushina says, well, what realm do we have to go to? We have two options. We can go to whatever realm Arden goes to when she bargains, or we go to the Fey realm, which is very dangerous 
right now. Well, I mean, that's kind of easy enough. <laughs> we, either, we either have to bargain with Arden or bargain with Melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let that sink in for a second. Well, the Fae love promises, and they like to make deals. I mean, that's what being a Fae is, right? Isn't that... That's horribly uh, stereotypical of you, Christina. But yes, she's got the right idea. We got the book, and she went to Helheim, so that's one way of getting about business with her. And we do have a common goal. That being... As much as I don't show it, I feel extremely responsible for Yon's death. I'm the one that wrote him a note so he can meet me. And if I didn't do that, maybe would it be still alive? Well, she can't blame herself for... It is, it is my fault, okay? I mean, if I didn't tell him to meet me, you'd think he would have been in an astronomy tower? It's just another name to the goddamn list that I have to add. So what if we offer Melody information about what happened to Yon? We could find something out. Well, we can find out something right now because it looks like Lucas over there is drinking Fey blood. And as you say that, uh, you notice that the fight's been starting and been going on, and uh, between ha which you see as uh, Hannah, the reigning champion, and Lucas. Uh, Lucas doesn't transform because obviously he's in front of a bunch of mortals and neither does Hannah, but they're fighting viciously. Uh, but for the first time, it looks like Hannah's losing a bit of ground here. As Lucas is just taller, bigger, stronger. And it's just, with every punch, you can hear, like, cracking. And you can hear just the thud of, like, what seems to be a boulder across maybe ground beef. It's intense. And uh, Hannah can't help but falter back as every time Lucas lands a punch, you can hear the... You can see, rather, the blood uh, spurting out. A broken nose here. A roughed-up orbital there. A rib or two fracturing. As Lucas not only fights... With a strong determination, but with a with a fierce ruthlessness, never getting tired. In your everyone's eyes, including Ivy, Victoria, Nikki, yourself, Brooke, and Christina, are on the fight for just this moment of brutality. As we see Hannah try to put up one of her hands to block. And we see it snap as Lucas bashes it across with a kick. We see Hannah go to the ground, her arm twisting in a way that no arm really should. The fight being called off as Lucas, in rage, looks on, bloodshot eyes, mouth kind of contorted into a snarl looks down and just he is cheering and he is almost slothing at the mouth and it is brutal and three people have to go and grab onto Lucas as he almost goes for Hannah on the ground 
Can I, can I run? You want to run away? You want to run to Anna? No, no, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can run over. Kind of oh break God. through. As you break through, then the faceless crowd, and now Isaac, you can, you, you, your eyes are drawn to Ivy as she breaks through the crowd, uh, lashing on to, uh, just a few people that are there. Hannah, uh, you notice alongside Hannah. Um, you notice specifically, uh, Jamie is there as well, and Reese, who are, like, checking on Hannah, and you see Reese going up to, like, going up to, um, Lucas, and is, like, starting to curse in his face, like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You know, the fight was over, what are you on? And, like, Hannah's just nursing that broken arm, trying not to scream in pain. Can I, um, can I kind of intervene? Yeah, so you both, you both get there at the same time, then. Okay, so with that, I kind of tell Brickenstina to go do with Hannah, and I kind of go up to Lucas. Lucas, you need to calm down now. Ugh. Are you getting, like, right in front of him? I'm getting close to him. Take two harm as he backslaps you. And it feels like a steel rod. And like literally you can feel your jaw dislocate for a second. Is it possible for me to use some of my magic against him? To lash out. So... Do you have a move that'll do that, or do you have? If not, I'm just gonna lash out. Okay, you could fight. Yeah, you could lash out against him, but you yeah. don't. You don't have the move to do the offensive yeah. yet. No, <laughs> I got a four. You go to uh, Ivy. You see Isaac try to step in and intervene, and you see him get slapped to shit. And then you see as Isaac tries to stand up again, and um, Lucas is on him. Oh, God! Uh, I wonder if I can activate growing pains during this time. Ooh, from. Okay, so can you read? You just got that move, did you not? So yeah, I just got my the move. Yeah. So, Growing Pains is when I fail to protect my friend's eye mark experience. Yeah, I think that's perfect here because you can't really do anything to stop I'm Lucas. I'm helpless! Yeah, as, like, Reese tries to pull him off and Lucas grabs Isaac, like, lifting him up with one hand, uh, kind of, like, at your shirt. Isaac, you oh my could, god, ah! Uh, you could probably say something to Lucas if you really wanted to. Uh, since I got that experience, that means I got my move. So can I possibly use scanners to dig into his brain? Yeah, go ahead and, uh, use, read that move out for, for the class. For the so, uh, I have a ability now called scanners, which means I roll with dark to invade somebody's mind. On a plus 10, I take a string on them and they must answer, uh, honestly one question. If I get a seven to nine, then, uh, they can mostly answer it on, uh, honestly 
and they choose whether they take a string on me. Uh, I get the con condition creepy or I take, we both take one harm. And on a six or less, they can answer the question with a lie and I have to believe it wholeheartedly. All right. And you don't have the feudal halt move. Yes. Yeah, so, so you don't yeah. activate the bonus effect. But go ahead and roll with dark. 2d6 plus dark. That was cocked. I got... Because I think I have a plus one to dark. So, yeah. So I got eight. 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 All right. So on a seven and nine, they must honest, and they have to answer your uh, question honestly. And, they, and you choose one. Okay. Uh... And I choose one, or they choose you. You choose one. I think. Yeah, I, ch I choose one. Okay. So, yeah. what is the question you're asking? I kind of, kind of. Where did you get the fey blood? And he stops for a moment, looking at you. His eyes kind of tightening up, and just like kind of honestly like caught like worried um he's gonna take a string on you i don't think he wants to hurt you more after you said okay that. but he's definitely gonna take a string on you and uh he kind of looks and goes not here out back and he drops you and leaves the room i kind of just go oh god that was stupid oh my god uh isaac oh. who do i help who do i uh, i don't know who to help I first get hannah out get back to school now all of you you too. You need to go. I'll be there in a second. I'll get on the damn bus. Uh, you hear Brooke and Christina, Ivy, as they kind of surround you. They go, "Don't worry, we'll take care of it." Go. All right. Uh, I I grab a towel or try. I have to ask the bartender for a towel so I can. Yeah. Help and sling Hannah's arm. Yeah. Then look at look back at Isaac as I do that. I feel like so, Isaac's already gone by the time you look back at him. Yeah, I'm like limping my way out of yeah, here. Yeah, Isaac's already gone by the time you look back for him. <sighs> you okay, Hannah? Does anything else anything else hurt? Yeah, a lot of things hurt, but I'll be okay. Just gotta get back to the infirmary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Fly. I try to do the first aid. Just try not to jostle it, and I'm going to, like, keep it steady so she doesn't jostle her arm any more than necessary. She kind of looks... She looks really weak right now, and she kind of, like, looks towards you and goes, What are you... What are you doing in a place like this, Ivy? This isn't your scene. Yeah, um, I, I don't know either. <sighs> Come on, let's, let's get you, let's get you some help. Yeah, let's. 
She's trying to hold back tears. As you guys exit. And we'll go to Neil, Melody, and Arden now. Leaving Isaac's uh, little question for later. It's the place I take these two. Is literally just at the edge of the woods. Um, and there's a good amount of grass as you from on the outside, but as you get farther in to the middle of this field on the outskirts of town, it gets patchier and patchier until there's a big circle that's just plain old bear. So, the story, Melody. You want to relate it or should I? What'd you hear? Just that there was a carnival. And there was a kid. And he was killed somewhere here. I wondered for a very long time why this little patch of ground has never managed to grow a single blade of grass since that day. Or anything else, actually. You know, the highway was originally planned here. Uh, they dug up the whole area and it got flooded out four times. Same with any housing project or farming equipment that came here. Just nothing seems to last. And I think today, for the first time in my life, I realized life. That was my fault. Uh, MC, could we say that if I have consent, I can control the illusions I show people? Uh, yeah, I think that'd be fine. I grab Melody's hand and then extend one to Arden too. Yeah, I'll take it. And suddenly, there is a carnival. That bear patch has the biggest tent in the area. There are lights everywhere. There are people everywhere. It's beautiful. And right in the center, where we're standing, is another version of me. Dressed in leather. Uh, totally bare sleeve. There are tattoos running up the backs of his arms that look kind of like henna. And there's fire in his hands, juggling fire and dancing with fire. Flame licks around his thighs and up his arms. Had a very different life once upon a time. And then I met someone. And there's a, a young man who just shows up in the crowd, staring at the younger version of me dancing. I always had a soft heart. And that's when the outer tents start to be, stones start to be tossed upon them. And then eventually what's left gets set up into flame and all there is left is the big tent. But we don't go inside. Instead, slowly, bit by bit, the tent gets ripped apart as the Neil holding these two people's hands start suffering the damage that he suffered those last moments of his life. Blood soaks his shirt, drips down his arms, bruises appear all over his body. And right before the image returns back to normal, a big red indent develops around his neck. 
and then snaps back to reality. I showed them the same thing when they came to me, wearing Yanni's face. Yoni, sorry. I think they knew that I wasn't responsible. They just wanted me to confirm it. And then they told me that they had... I had 14 days. Or they will take this entire school and everyone in it away. It's really ironic. This town works so hard to get rid of people like me, and lo and behold, a whole school of them just through those trees. Maybe that's why that got to stay. Because I wanted it to. Or maybe I'm not in control of this at all, and there's just something about killing someone who's apparently got the skills I do that... I don't know. I just don't know. I can't protect everyone. You're right. Do I have an option? Do I have a choice? I have to try. I have to try. And that's when the hands drop and he just starts tearing up. You don't, you don't have to try alone, though, Neil. What can, what can I do? What can we do? We need to find who is responsible for this. Who came into our home and, and, and killed our friend. And if we don't, your people, Melody, your people will come for us. Honestly, I don't think they could take me from this place if I... They tried, but everyone else. I've been dead for 90 years now, just about. I've been alive for a century. I died in the 30s, 32, 89 years. But yeah, I'm over a century old. I died at 21. How do you know that if the Nightmare Fae come and they take everyone here away, that it wouldn't be better? Because someone tried to take me away and look what happened. This place, this place, I stamp my foot on the ground, is going to carry the stain of what happened forever. I'm going to carry the stain of what happened forever. This town. You know what happened to the sheriff who killed me? No one knows. Ran off into the woods one day and just disappeared. You do that. You rip someone from where they're supposed to be without consent, without... Shit happens.
I was just a little brown kid. Scared of himself and scared of the world. But I'm something more now. This place is my home. I'm not going to let it be broken again. I can't. So I need your help. That's why I came to you. I need your help, Melody, because I know for a fact that you wouldn't have killed us. I know you wouldn't have killed one of your own. And Arden, as awful as you can be, I don't think you would either. I know Isaac didn't. I don't think Ivy could. Every single time I heard in the list. Ivy? Either. I saw how Arden operates. No offense. But you've been incredibly jealous and cruel as of late. I've been talking to Arden now. I see what you do to tear down someone, and it doesn't look like what happened to Yanni. And Ivy. If Ivy strikes out at someone, she's more liable to hurt herself. And you, Melody. I lightly grab Melody's hands again and open them up. No scars. And you would have had to plan this way ahead of time. The only planner amongst... The only planners I can think of are Victoria, Isaac, maybe a few others. You two are not. IP isn't. So how do you know not Isaac? I didn't solve that problem. They did. They came to him like they came to me. They showed him things. Probably scarier things than they showed me. They know for a fact he didn't do it. He would have admitted it. He's not the only one. They also went to uh, Tyler's brother, Reese. Same thing. They showed him something terrifying. They tried to get him to confess. They wouldn't. He wouldn't. So it's unlikely it's him either. And I know it's not Samir because Samir wouldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Not to be brutal about it, but it would take working eyes to... Do you know how shitty it is to hang someone? You've got to figure out how much they weigh, how tall they are, how much chain or rope you're going to use. I didn't hang, Melody. I didn't hang when I died. I suffocated for five minutes as they watched. And laugh. Can, can I can I self-impose a condition? <laughs> I mean yeah. you can. Well, I'm I so mean, sorry. What would you like? Because well traumatize, because that's what that's what whoever it is that killed Yoni did yeah. to Yoni. We could we could put that, yeah, you could definitely take that if you want. I also want to point out um to Arden. Arden, as you hear all this, that that story that Neil tells you as well as confession versus what Ivy said to you. I feel like that you know that your treasured thing proves that you don't own it entirely and that you possibly might see the difference between objects and people. So hearing all this and everything combined, 
I think that fire inside you stops raging. It stops wanting to take control. And for a second, you can hold it back. And you do. And I think with that, you can escape your darkest self. Great. Uh, I think that in the embers of that, though, and with everything that Neil has said and shown us, he is now treasure. <gasps> Shit. Aww. And kind of as you're all talking, you look to the place, the astronomy tower, where Yoni was once hanging before. And you see a lone figure up there. Who's that? I don't know. Better go find out. Yeah. I've only ever told one person. And not as much as I've told you today. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, I fly towards the astronomy tower. Wait. I stop midair and turn around. Did you kill that sheriff? No. What happened to me is not something I'd want to happen to anyone. No matter how much I might hate them. I think... With that, we follow Neil. Neil, you get to the top of the astronomy tower, and you see the figure that everyone has mentioned has been missing for a while. You see this person crying, absolutely saddened and broken piece of themselves. You see Jay. And Jay? With, but with that, I think we're going to shift scenes for a moment. <laughs> As we go out to Isaac and Lucas. Isaac, you follow Lucas outside? Yep. While well, I'm holding my chest. I know how it must look. Really? But I didn't... I didn't kill Yoni. So do you mind telling me where you found a vial of fey blood? Because I'm pretty sure Melanie wasn't giving it out for It's kinks. his. It's Yoni's blood. It's... Look. start. It was all consensual, right? I used to buy Dreamgrass off Yoni. Yes, we know that. But sometimes you need a bigger high than that. Sometimes you need something else. Something with a bit more of a kick. So that's what I asked, and that's what Yoni gave me. 
He gave you his blood. He just straight up bled yes. himself into a vial. He would sell, and I paid a very pretty price of it. And this shit's addictive. It makes you stronger. It doesn't make you feel pain. It makes you feel euphoric. Look what I did to Hannah out there. I couldn't do that on a normal day. But that, because I had this. I had it in my body. It's, and I can't stop. I want it so badly. But I didn't kill Yoni for it. We had a good thing going. Mm-hmm. Two things are gonna happen right now. I don't have any more of the blood. That's not what I was gonna ask, dipshit. First question. What did you pay for this? Because I know he wasn't taking money. Whatever Yoni wanted. Be specific. Favors. If he if he needed if he needed secrets from someone, I got it. If he needed me to grab something or steal something, I had it. If he wanted me to find someone and bring it to it, I had it. So what was the last thing he asked for before you found him hanging from the astronomy tower? He asked for You don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Too bad you punched me in my fucking chest. We're in this hole already. He wanted two things. He wanted that book. And he wanted more Kushio. Did he say why? No. You're not lying to me. No, alright? And and only no one else knows about this. This is great. Good. Except for Except for who? Wait, wait a second. Alright, Mercutio knows about this. I'm sorry. He needed Mercutio and he Mercutio agreed to this? Or he knows about it. He knows I was selling my blood. He inquired about it. But he decided that he wasn't going to take it at the last second. And I think Yoni wanted to know why. That was three days ago. Mm -hmm. Anything else do you find important to tell me? Yoni wasn't like other people. He knew a lot more stuff than he let on. I dare say he was the most dangerous person in this fucking academy. I beg to differ because you're looking at him right now. No. I know. I know. He was a Fey Prince. He could bring this whole academy in the Fey Realm like that if you wanted to. He was strong. He could bring people back from the dead, he said. Dead how? I don't know. Fey bullshit. I'm not an expert. Next question. 
This is less of a question, but more of a statement. And I get close. If you ever, ever decide to tick that shit and put it in your body again, I will personally find you and break your arms just like you did to Hannah. Do we understand each other? Do you really think you could do anything to me right now? Oh, you can kill me, buddy boy, but I got people in the back waiting for me. I could fucking eat you. Does it look like I give a fuck? And you see him aim a punch, and you think for a second he's going to hit you, and he hits the kind of uh, door behind you, uh, shattering the wood on impact. I got an ounce of dream grass. You can have it for free. Get off of that ship before you kill somebody, and then we have more trouble on our hands. The last thing we need is werewolves coming after us, including the Fae. I know you don't think of that because you're high all the time, but you should try it once in a while. I guess this is better than me trying to gather it myself. Yes. You're not going to tell anyone about this, are you? No. Get the fuck out of here, Isaac. With pleasure, Lucas. I gotta walk off. Stay off that shit! And I think because we're nearing the end, we're gonna do our final scene of the night and then go across everyone. Melody, you run up to the astronomy tower. Arden, do both. Neil, do you yeah. wait to have the conversation with Jay until they get there, or do you want to have it before? I think you were muted when you said something. I wait. Sorry. Okay. Nope, no problem. When everyone gets there, you all see Jay, who's like kind of leaning against one of the walls of the astronomy tower right now. And just looks absolutely broken. Jay? What happened? Have you ever... Have you ever lost someone... You loved? Yeah. Parents. I don't mean like that. I mean like, like romantic love. Someone lost me. Who'd you love? Yoni. Yoni, sorry. Yoni. I loved them more than I ever thought I could. He wasn't like the mortals. Like the people of this realm. He was special. He was so pure. He radiated. They radiated so well. They were so beautiful. Not because of their appearance. 
because of their soul. I get that. Did he ever take you home? No. Never. That's the funny thing about love. After being amongst you, the humans, for so long, you find out that sometimes your love is just one-sided. I don't know if you own... I don't know if you ever loved me. But I could sure completely understand. I couldn't understand Yoni. I didn't know what they truly were. They truly melt. In the grand scheme of this world and the next. I'm not meant to go like... I can't go through heartbreak. I was never trained for it. We don't have to deal with this up above. You want me to take you home? I just want to go through emotions and grief. Because of someone's action, I'll never know if you ever loved me back. I'll never have the chance to know heartbreak, a finality. I don't get closure. I can tell you. I loved once. I did. It ended terribly. I think, in a way, he's kind of like the opposite. I'm kind of like the opposite of you. I'm the one who didn't get to live. Hey. Wherever they are right now, even if they're nowhere, whatever's left of them would not want you to just live in pain for the rest of your life. They would want you to grieve and they would tell you that it'll happen again. It always does. Could I, could I please gaze into the abyss and see if Yoni cared? Yeah, sure. 2d6 yes. plus dark. Oh, I love this. Eight. It's confusing. You see so many possibilities. You see Jay, you see Yoni. You see the conversations they had walking the hall. You see moments that you never thought. Using your connection to the Feyrhelm. You can see lost nights that happened when no one was watching of Jay and Yoni entangled with one another. You can see talk of, of, of future adventures, of relationships, the growing mushrooms amongst the room. To be honest with you, you're not sure if Yoni 
could love in the terms of what a mortal would think. You know it wasn't as a prince yet duties. And it was, it was this world was only meant temporarily for him. You know that even if he did love, they did love Jay. It was never meant to last. I don't know if he loved you, but he cared. So... I think... If you're planning, just, just in case you're planning... To kill yourself... You should reconsider. I wouldn't do that. For my kind, that is the gravest of sins. Plus, I would not die. Angels can't die. What a mood. Yeah. Angels were not meant to love. Angels were not meant to go through heartbreak. We were just meant to observe. And this is my punishment for breaking that. No. No, it's not. The pain you're feeling right now, that's a reward. You get to feel something. So many people in this world don't. You get to know for a split second that you felt the one thing that every single mortal in their existence yearns for and you get to know that you'll do it again look at me and I take Jay's face and turn it towards me you will love again I think I'm accidentally turning him on but I feel like that's what's happening yeah <sighs> Mel- 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 one hot. Let's go. Arden thoughts you just walked on Mel- the uh, Mel- Melody's trying to sh- shut that down he might not no oh it doesn't matter i rolled a five <laughs> jay just kind of stares through you for a second and just looks over i need to be alone now going to find Yoni. What? On the edge of the mind. On the edge of this world. The line between dreams and madness. They wait for me. Well, that sounds fun. Do you want some company? I can't take you there. I'm sorry. If you can't take me, then Yoni's probably not there. That is the place I can spend for eternity, then. 
And Jay um, leans, gets closer to the edge of the astronomy tower. Can Melody grab him? Uh, roll me a... Just roll me a straight 2d6. As he begins to fall off the tower, uh, you do manage to grab him roughly, and he, he looks surprised for a moment. And he looks at all of you. And then directly into your eyes, Melody. And he mouths something to you. He mouths the words. I'm sorry. And he peels your hand with great strength off his chest. And he falls. Before he falls, can I do? Can I cast a hex on him? Oh, oh wait, he, I, I need eye contact. Yeah, I don't is he falling backwards or forwards? He, he's uh, he's falling forwards. Damn it! I definitely still try and reach him. And oh, as you watch him go over the edge, but there's something beautiful about it. He seems serene. And before he even hits the bottom, you see he disappears in a wave of feathers. Pure, stark white feathers. Night settles in. And you can hear almost the sound the most beautiful song. And then you see Ivy, Reese, and Jaime carrying an injured Hannah back through the gates of the school. And we do a final check-in with everyone. Isaac, with the information you have, how do you feel? Slightly confused, but determined. I have no time to waste processing emotions. Arden. Um, shocked. Confused. Sad. Melody. Traumatized. Neil. Sad. 
like a failure. Traumatized. Ivy. Helpless. We cut to one more scene. As we see Mercutio get back to his room. And waiting in front of his door is a package. We see him close the door and look inquisitively at it. And as he opens the package, we see a shocked reaction. As he looks in horror and steps back. He, after a moment, goes back to the package and gingerly lifts something out of the box. As we see the bloody, cold iron chains. And that's where we end chapter four. Blood of my blood of Gehenna Academy. Thank you all for joining us in this uh, fun-filled, drama-filled episode. We come up to episode 5, chapter 5 next week, which will be our official halfway point. And we're happy to everyone that joined us so far. Uh, I would like to ask everyone, if possible, to give me a deep breath on the count of three. One, two... This was a heavy episode. I uh, appreciate everyone for going through it. And uh, everyone having their moment and pouring their soul into it. Uh, this is such an excellent cast. And this is why I love playing with you all every Monday. Let's go around. We'll go in reverse order starting with Isaac. Uh, plug, tell us who you are and plug, who you, and plug what you're doing. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Christopher Clone, or Chris Clone here. Uh, I am a voice acting and whatnot. Uh, I primarily, the stuff I'm working on is NDA, so I can't really talk much about it, but you can catch me on my Twitter at VO underscore Cologne, C-O-L-O-N, and uh, you can catch all my voice acting stuff and maybe work with me if you're looking for a voice actor. Hi, y'all. I'm Alyssa. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a disaster queer, where some exciting stuff is coming up that I don't think I can talk about yet, but find it there. Hey, I'm Chantal B. You can find me on Twitter at Chantal B. Um, I do a range of things. I'm an actor, psychologist, streaming person. Um, on uh, Saturdays, I play a game over at uh, Lost Worlds Archive, which is elsewhere. Uh, we play Open Legend and it's called Unlawful Disorder. That will be at 8 in the morning Eastern. Um, on Sunday morning Eastern, I'm going to say 10 a.m. because that's a good guess, um, I will be running a game of Monster Hearts over at NE underscore actor. Um, and that is fun. It's a really fun it's fun. It's my first GM experience. So it's really, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. 
um, I review stuff uh, and I'm one of the writers on Omens Rising, which is a narrative-driven uh, tabletop roleplay game. And you can find me writing Melody's heart and potentially soul into uh, my website uh, very soon, which will be wordswithcolor.com. He? Yeah. Yeah. My brain is um That's okay. Do you wow. want us to come back to you? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh I play Neil. Uh both of our pronouns are he, him, but my name is Norton Lee. Uh, you can find me online at Werewolf Feels. I am a TTRPG writer, cultural consultant at Al. I do quite a lot. Uh I also organize. Um there's a bit of a lack of things for me happening just now, but there are some big things on the horizon. So you might want to follow me on Twitter at Werewolf Feels, where you can find out more. That said, there is one project. There are 60 minutes left in the Monster Hearts Brave New Worlds Kickstarter that I am in currently. If you want a world written by yours truly called Dear Heart, uh, that is pretty traumatizing uh you can check that out right now but i'm not the only writer there are several others huge variety of worlds you can play in i highly recommend it and it's it's really cheap too so why not back us 60 minutes left um that's that's all for now i wow <laughs> wow and uh finally rena yeah, wow, indeed. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Serena. I play as Ivy the Neighbor. You can catch me over at my Twitch, uh, D underscore Overlord. I do variety games when I am not streaming Call of the Abyss. Speaking of which, Call of the Abyss is streaming tomorrow at 7 p.m. PST. So if you guys want to check out a really intense uh, session... Of Vampire the Masquerade, definitely check it out because last session I cried. <laughs> there was a lot of screaming involved. Um, aside from that, I'm gonna try and finish It Takes Two with Louis, a Dead by Daylight game on Mondays. And I think I'm ready to start my announcement of a Don't Rest Your Head collections, which will be I, I have to schedule everybody's session <laughs> and i have to do that eventually maybe next week but yeah i hope you guys uh check me out on twitter i, I announce everything there <laughs> i am still in shock I'm, about the session I'm, yeah i'm glad everyone had a, a great time um we'll decompress a little bit after the stream's over on the call uh, but let me plug myself. Hi everyone, I'm Nick Francia. You can find me down below at Nobleman Nick. I was the storyteller for tonight. I'm also the stream producer here on Gehenna Gaming. Uh, other stuff you can see me in. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I'm about to announce this. I'm going to be at Onyx PathCon, which uh, Saturday night at 9 p.m. EDT on Dork Tales. You can see me running a game of World of Darkness Ghost Hunters, the yet unreleased book that's coming out for the World of Darkness 20th anniversary editions. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really glad to have revisited that. My old stomping grounds with the first game I ever started with. And I love Paranormal Investigation. So if you want something that's filled with horror and maybe a little bit more gorier than this, uh, definitely check it out. I'll also be running con games as well as the, the Sunday after. So 
other than that, you can check out other stuff on Gehenna. Uh, Wednesday, we have Cultist Wednesdays, led by Mark Q. Anderson, one of my good cohorts here at Gehenna Gaming. Uh, Thursdays will be part four or five of the Midnight World series, ran by the, the creator of Midnight World, James Davey. It's an awesome project. If you haven't backed it already in Kickstarter, you can go back to the back kit right now. Uh, honestly, some great some great mechanics and some great uh, plots coming out of that. And then Friday, the Piece of Resistance, we have Dark Ages, uh, V5. We're taking vampires back to the time of Ancient Old. If you like the Dark Ages and the original Vampire the Masquerade 20th edition, uh, 20th anniversary series, then you will love this one it's been revamped it's been updated and it really is a blast rick wheeler the storyteller of that is uh just a an amazing person and puts a lot of heart and soul into running his characters and then saturdays for saturday night one shots and then you can come back and see it all again on monday so the shogun uh thank you seriously everyone for tuning in uh, monsters is one of like my favorite systems this was a passion project of mine and to see it come together and all the strings start to lay to like slowly kind of be laid out for everyone uh it really is a uh thing to say also another special announcement because there'll be in a few projects coming up soon um we over on carrying comfort kingdom i used to run this little known game called kingdom hearts interstitial war which was the kingdom hearts game we recently ended our first season way back at the end in the end of april and uh, I'm we're finally starting to gear up and start planning for the audio drama seat, uh, that we're going to be uh, basically giving out and selling in order to raise money for season two. So definitely check that out. I'll be checking in with some of the and starting to uh, plan out some of the sessions and stories. And yeah, that's on the horizon for all of y'all. Other than that, you have an amazing rest of your night or day, regardless of where you are. Uh, and just remember... You know, find someone that you love, give them a hug, and be proud that they're still here with you. It's some dark times, but hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel here. I love you all. Have a great day. Goodbye.